Ian's just going to give you a tip in a box. <laughs> tip in a box. <laughs> uh, gross. Welcome to Interface Before Sunrise. With me today is Ian Fuchs and Chase Musil coming live from his new home in beautiful downtown Seattle. That's not true. Not downtown at all. (laughs) The inverse of downtown Seattle. Yeah. The direct inverse. So, I like Eleven. I think that there's a lot of, there's some nice quality of life changes. They did some nice simple, like, simplification of some of their UX and design overall which is nice Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not in love with not being able to turn off my Wi-Fi and Bluetooth from the quick access panel thing I really don't like that but what do you Um, ever need to actually fully turn off Wi-Fi or Bluetooth for whenever I go to public Wi-Fi but if you just swipe up and tap it it won't connect to that network like it's it's on I know don't want it on i just don't understand like i don't understand what was the upside like what was the benefit to me as the user it's not battery life things it's if you you were invested in the ecosystem right you're on if you're on a mac and an ipad and an iphone things like airdrop can still work even though you're not on the wi-fi network because they can create an ad hoc between the two sure and if Wi-Fi is fully off, things like AirDrop doesn't work or handoff doesn't work, continuity doesn't sure. work. And sure. so it enables those things to work even if... Is this common when you don't want to be connected to a Wi-Fi network but still want those things to work? I think in in, pa- in the past, the only way to make it work was to physically like forget a network you were connected to. And then it wouldn't be connected to it. So now you're you're kind of bridging that gap and allowing people to disconnect from a network without yeah. fully shutting down. I, I appreciate I appreciate that. That makes sense. Why make it the default and not the option? Like, there's other ways well, to implement. It. I also think when you when you look at things like the Apple Watch as being a huge push for them right now. Like, if you physically turn off Bluetooth, you cannot use your Apple Watch or it does not connect anymore. Right, right. So you want those things to still work. And then it also has to do with, like, location. They can do some stuff with, um, like, as you move across Wi-Fi networks. Yeah. They can kind of, like, space things, even if you're not connected to them, just as it discovers and leaves networks. Yeah. Um, which is how it can do things like the do not disturb while driving. It can actually tell how right. fast you're going based on how quickly you're passing by different networks or coming in and out of range of networks. Yeah, that's cool. And so there's, there's a lot that's of that right. kind of stuff where if you fully shut down Wi-Fi. I don't know. Right. I wonder about this. Turn yeah, off Wi-Fi. Okay, I turned off Wi-Fi. You can do a Siri. Oh, that's cool. And she'll actually shut it off, off. It actually shuts it off, off? Yeah, okay. You totally can't see. There it is. So. Yeah, anyway, so, like, my my main thing, like, I, I get there's security benefits for turning off. I primarily just want to save my battery. 
since I'm not in the ecosystem, it doesn't you know bother me. Anyway, so that was one thing. But having like, the having the radios on and not connected has a small enough effect that you won't see it in a normal day. Oh, battery difference. Yeah, between having Wi-Fi on, right, and not connected to something, and right. off. Yeah, there's like three states, right? There's like Wi-Fi on, Wi-Fi off, and then Wi-Fi fake off. Well, it's 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 Wi-Fi on, Wi-Fi Wi-Fi on and connected, Wi-Fi on and not connected, Wi-Fi yeah. off. Yeah, but, but there's that's actually a fourth state because Wi-Fi on and not connected is still searching for Wi-Fi networks. Right, but like. Um, and like auto connecting prime, prime example so I'm at work right now yeah I hit the Wi-Fi button and Wi-Fi switched off right right off right. when I get home I don't have to touch this and it will connect to my home network it just doesn't connect me to this network while I'm in range of this or while I'm here how does it prioritize your home network? It, it doesn't prioritize my home it's basically basically I've said disconnect from this network. And so I'm just saying, like, don't connect to this network again. Yeah. Until I've left and come back to this network. Do you turn, do you turn it off every day when you get to work? Only when I'm playing Pokemon Go. And then when you go home, you don't turn I don't, it I don't, off. I don't touch anything. Yeah, I, I'm asking, how does that learn that? It just... I makes an assumption based on, like... It's a different name. It's a different network name. <laughs> so I, or I could go to Starbucks... And if I've I mean, connected at Starbucks, or if I go anywhere that has a network that I've connected to, it's like, exactly, so it's a fourth state. That's what I'm saying. Like this but it's is not a fourth state. It totally is because you, yeah, it totally is because if you're you're on and not connect, Jesus, oh, that was, was like, what was that sound? Because if you're on and searching, like so, how I run into this is if I'm walking, like if I'm mowing the lawn, mm-hmm. it's connecting and disconnecting, right, while my Wi-Fi is on. And that's on searching and ready to connect versus off. Like if I had just if I had just tapped the button here and turned mm-hmm. it off, then it wouldn't be doing that. It, it would not connect again to your home network until you press that button again or left connected to something else and then came back home. So but anyway, that's a fourth one. But it's it's not any different than being like being on and disconnected isn't any different than being on and just searching. Because if you're on and just searching, when you come in range of a known network, it's going to connect. It's it's just basically making an exception where you've said disconnect from this for now. Okay, well, uh, well that state with an exception is still a fourth state. So I, I don't think. Hi, Andrew. We're talking <laughs> about Wi-Fi on iOS 11. Also, oh, yeah, I woke I up at I woke up at 1:45 to order an iPhone 10 because I'm a f-ing idiot, and then I <laughs> slept for 30 minutes. <laughs> Uh, eh. iOS 11 does treat it weird Gruber pointed out that if the Bluetooth button used to be like turn the Bluetooth radio off that's, that's what and we're talking now about. it's oh yeah disconnect everything disconnect which is that's another good one too if you hit the Bluetooth button in the swipey epi yeah. dingus it will disconnect um, like Bluetooth headphones or mm-hmm. a Bluetooth Car keyboard radio. or anything like that but it will not disconnect from an Apple watch it won't. You know what? The iPad one won't connect, disconnect from headphones. Uh, it depends on the headphones, but that might. I don't. I don't know how that my works. My Beats. It doesn't disconnect from my Beats. Did you get the the ones with the W one chip in them? Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think, and I think AirPods are treated the same way. So if it's just a standard Bluetooth device, it will disconnect from them all. But if it's an Apple privileged, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bluetooth device, well, it but keeps, my phone it keeps does it, it connected. Just not my iPad. Oh, that's it's, weird. It's strange. That's weird. Yeah. I, let me finish my complaint about this. So, <laughs> so this right, like, okay, fine. All those points considered, better for the Apple ecosystem, better for AirDrop being passively available when you don't want to connect a network. Blah blah blah. Like, okay, I'm, I get it. Fine. If you're gonna do that, then why not go all the way and give me the 3D touch deep press to yes. make me, that's bullshit. Like the fact that I have to go to my settings to turn off, where yeah. I used to be able to do it. When I call. Anyway, so there's just a number of things that are bad. Also, the fact that I have to have 3D touch to like do nightlight or whatever. Like I I found it or whatever, but this is really like this is a straight up. Wait, what do you mean to do nightlight? Night shift. Night tonight shift. If I want a night the shift, color, oh, you're sorry, the, the color, color change thing. Yeah. Just have it automatically happen at sunrise and sunset. Yeah, that's what I do. At sunset, automatically have it go into night shift, and at sunrise, have it switch off of night shift. Oh, there's times where it's dark, and I just want to turn it on, so I still need to use it even when I do that. Turn on night shift. Okay, no one... I feel feel like you're fairly optimistic about how much people want to talk to their phones, Ian. (laughs) Yeah, I hate it. Although you don't have to anymore, now you can type to her. Turn off night shift. But I don't know why you type to her, because it would... True. Well, that's just like slower fast. than just using the controller, right? Exactly. Right. Right. Anyway, um, that's natural language sort of UIs are only good in situations where you're doing a, a task that is so complex it takes less time to explain it to someone than it does to just do it yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Anyway, the other thing that bugs me about iOS 11 is that it's noticeably slower performance, which continues the trend of old devices getting like. I mean, it's cool that they're supported. I recognize the fact that Apple supports devices longer than anybody else. That to- no, that's awesome. But it's like this phone, the success, noticeably took a performance hit with iOS 11. It's interesting because I just so yeah, I haven't picked up. I've noticed that at all with my success. Um, I have. I have. Michael I said. So. Michael said the same thing. He got a an iPhone 8, and he had the iPhone SE before that, mm-hmm. and yeah. he was like, "I feel like the 8 is slower than my old phone." Mm. And so I think that it's not necessarily always that it's slower. I think that they've slowed some of the animations and stuff that happen in the OS. Yeah, which that's is not, not it. Oh, no, nope. I've noticed that in some things. Because no, I feel like because I feel like some of the animations have actually slowed down, which gives the illusion I'm not, of I'm like. Okay with that. No, there's something like where like hard time, it's totally per- it's performance. It's totally performance. It's like long load screens, not animations. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I just noticed not, some performance or some 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 animation things. Like I can't think of exactly what I'm thinking of, but every time I there was like something I used to double tap to just turn on and off real quick or something like that, and now I can't do that. I'll tell you that like a screen off and resume is like noticeably slower. I wonder if if um, 11.1 will fix that, which should be out on like Tuesday. Oh, Mine is 11. the exact same as it's always been. Are you on 11.1, the new beta? Uh, uh, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. You're the only one. So, who's right. So I, I had issues with, like any of the eleven dot dot whatevers, and it would like, every time I did anything that used the internet, the whole like top corner of my phone mm-hmm. would get super hot. At the where and, the antenna was. Right up, right up where the radio, Wi-Fi, and uh, whatever radios are, and, um, I could I could watch the battery drop. Four to eight percent, doing anything. Because <coughs> oh, Thank you. Um, 
And so I was like, well, what the f*** is going on with this? Like, there's something not right about this. And so I updated to the beta, solved it. Everything has been, like, acting much more normal on my phone. Like, I was having weird crashes and glitches that would happen occasionally. Those have mostly sorted out, so I The first think... gen of the software is always kind of weird. Yeah. And that, that used to not be the case until, like, iOS 9? No, it's always been kind of weird, but it wasn't until... They started to have to support a bunch of devices and they had all these crazy new features going on in there. I, I really, I think it was really centered around like six. I don't. Know, I, I just know like the last three probably generations of iOS feel like that initial release is just so sweet the first time. Sorry, <laughs> the initial release. Um, like it's it's two releases. Early yeah. of where it should be. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty standard today, which is frustrating. But oh, you know what? Then, What's beta like, software? Among friends. Yeah, beta, that's okay for beta if you're, you're opting into that stuff. The other thing that's like that these menus and all these, like, what's it called? Is it 3D touch where I press hard and get the mm-hmm. second? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, it's effectively right clicking on a, on a touch, whatever, on a touch device. Um, like, all that stuff rewards this like exploratory behavior which i know for a fact is like half the population the other half looks at this and they do this thing where they go oh i want to turn on night shift i don't see it's not here and then you close it hidden features are always the bane of everyone it's not even just hidden features it's hidden interactions it's yeah it's secondary like there's secondary and tertiary uh, you know, downstream things that you have to consider when you make the changes. There's just all this exploratory, like interactivity stuff. It's like really fun for tech people, and it's absolutely zero fun for the rest of the population. Yeah, there's a fine line between like those cool hidden interactions that like you discover and you feel like a real smart person about, and then stuff that you actually would like to have regular access to. Exactly, exactly. There's all the, the core functions need to be surfaced at the at the first level. Yeah. Anyway, that's just like a usability gripe that iOS has gotten like progressively uh, techier as it's gone on, mm-hmm. which is the wrong direction. I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying that somebody's like I, moving in the right direction. I find it's, it interesting. All tech. I find it interesting that that you find like the night shift thing to be an issue that it's not discoverable because. I think most people wouldn't know that it even was a feature of the phone. Not because it was hidden in 3D Touch, but because it's not something that's even switched on by default. Because you have to go to what settings, display brightness, night shift. Like It's buried like multiple menus deep. No, yeah, that the, problem. the problem is that people habituated to it being a first-level item. It was a top-level nav item from this control center in the previous operating system. Was it? Yes, no, that's right. Because it it, it 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 was only introduced in iOS 10. So I'm just saying anybody who's habituated, right? So you have, you have one feature. generation of release where, where it was there. So I guess I'm. You have like a year of habituation. That's like it's oh like yeah, it wasn't there. Wow. But I'm I'm this thinking bat. I'm thinking people who've been I using iOS for that. longer that didn't even know it was there. You know, but there there are a number of people who don't even know how to get to Control Center. So I'm not that saying that itself, it's like, a, like I'm not saying it's a it's a deal for everybody. It's probably like a three percent issue or whatever, right? right? Like making assumptions that people do or do not know about features is 
they're really hard. Do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> but anyway, anytime you take something and you remove its functionality or hide it or obfuscate you know, it a little bit, you're an advantage. Yeah. I'm just going through it now. What would be great is if there was a way to tell just by looking at the icon whether or not it had more information behind it. So if you did a long press or a 3D touch, you could... I mean, it, right. it's not an ideal solution, but it's better than the way it is now where everything is the you same mean, and you can't tell. Even exactly. how, like, if you press do not disturb and, like, force touch, force press, 3D touch, whatever, like, do not disturb or the rotation lock, and you would expect, like, maybe a menu to pop up or something, and so instead I'm it just sure. activates them and de- deactivates them, but then it you do the, the same, same thing... Yeah. But do you need to control the flashlight brightness if you 3D touch the icon? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's neat. See, but that's, yeah, that's exactly what Jay is talking about. Or, or like, calculator. Like, I would not expect <clears throat> that to have any pop-up at all. But no, copy last copy result. Copy last result. Oh, I mean, but then, fine. But then, that's like fine then you get this beauty. Shit about that. If you have alarm clock in there and you 3D touch on it, nothing happens. No pop-up, no activate. It just buzzes it, as you it just, says it no. just goes click, click. And so yeah, just anything, which is across. actually a really a really pleasurable uh, haptics. Oh my, Ian! Oh my! I, you, uh, haptics totally get me. Oh my! I don't I disagree like that. that it is a very nice sensation. Not like that. No, in iOS nine nine with the success when that came, <coughs> out, um, if an app didn't have a, like a share option or a three D touch option, it would do that exact same thing. It was just like click click mm-hmm. click click. And I remember I would just go through all of my apps just down the row and just click, 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 yep. click, 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 click. Yep. You know, sorry, I'm, I'm still like thinking about all this. You know what your your comment about like why not just have your um, the night shift work? You just have it set up to like work with sunrise and sunset or whatever, right? Which absolutely, but that's like saying why didn't you successfully configure your machine to update during your sleep? Like why don't you successfully set up filters for your email? Like all these power user features are things that like def- they're good quality of life features for people who know to use them, but we're back down into like the five percent less range. But it's not because you literally the, just click an option that says yeah, sunrise. I know that you think it's super easy, and I know that you think it's super easy. But but there's the vast majority of people do not think that stuff is easy. I think it's on. You by could default. show them. You could show them. You could say, "Hey, look at this cool thing. I'll show you how to do it. it takes three steps." And they're like, "Great, that's easy. I love it. Do you like it? Yes. Would you do? It? Would you use it? Yes." But that's a totally separate thing from what does it actually get used in the real world. Yeah. Like, I think, I think like, the best example is, like, Windows updates. Because they offer you so many, like, ways to not have it impede your work and ruin your life, but it requires you to take an ounce of effort. It's People not even just or not. It's not even an ounce of effort. I don't know. Like, or they don't either. I don't know. I don't have any idea how to make it suck less. You, you would have to go look for the information. You'd have to yeah. find it and you have to do it. And it's really, again, it's not hard, but you'd have to even have the idea that it existed in the first place, right? So, like, there's all these assumptions that we bake into this stuff that mm-hmm. just aren't, they do not hold up in real life. But again, I think that the type of people that don't know how to get into, say, sunrise to sunset probably aren't clicking on it manually in control center and if they were they don't know what they've clicked or how to turn they, they they're the type of person who's going to click every button there's like three confounding assumptions in that statement I, but I'm, I'm saying like this is from looking at other phones of people that i've seen um who are people that you see in i see students all the time students okay yeah i have coworkers that are older than me i have okay. a mother and father 
pretty good sample. Like, I, I, I try to have a, a wide range of people that all kind of fall into this camp. And I've seen people that have night shift on all the time because they don't know how to turn it off. Yeah. Um, on more than one occasion, I've had it explained by mom the difference between night shift and do not disturb because the icons are exactly somewhat similar, I guess, yeah. even though they're really not. But in her mind, they are. Night. Yeah, even like the word confounded with a moon, right, is like enough to make it. Right. And so she's like, well, I, I don't know. I don't know what I did, but like my phone won't make noise or do anything when I get a message, but then I get the message and I don't know it. And I was like, okay. So I put from the bottom, click the moon. She's like, why is my screen all orange? And I'm like, no, the moon, not the sun with a little moon crescent in it. I know it's confusing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, again, that's it, hard. you're like you said, they're, they're making the OS more tech centric, more tech savvy audience focused kind of, or starting to like shift that way. But people that don't fall into that camp, like still get a good experience, but there's a lot of things that are just completely lost on them, mm-hmm. which is why the screen recording tool is fantastic now. Cause I can turn on screen record and I can actually demonstrate and be like, here, swipe here, press here, tap here, done. Post in message, send. Anyway. Hey, you know what's weird about my night shift scheduling is that sunrise to sunset is not an option. Are you sure? I'm looking at the screen right now. Where did, am I going to the wrong one? Which is hilarious. If, uh, if, you, if you tap from and to, I think, or maybe schedule, I'll, I'll look. Oh, Next. you can just see like that. That's not right. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Like people don't know because it's buried but i think the toggling control center is is only marginally less buried oh i'm not i'm not arguing that at all i'm, I'm not i'm not arguing at all i'm just saying that the thing moved from first level to to hidden and that um uh and that all of these things including not only do you have to be able to find it in the settings the settings to change them to the better thing are buried in the set or another level deeper yeah. so this is not, I'm not saying, like, I'm not hating on Apple. I'm just saying that this is like a trend of the tech. Uh, Android does the same shit. Um, Chase Musil, f*** you. The Android. Yeah. Um, Chase Musil, um, f*** you, Apple. I work for Microsoft. We yeah. solve all the problems. <laughs> the other issue is that, that <laughs> in recent-ish, uh, um, recent-ish years, Mine's still today as well. uh, the onboarding experience on a new iOS device has gotten lengthy and so they've they've trimmed out it's a like lot three of that steps stuff. now right so they in iOS 11 they trimmed it way back and they were like we're going to make this super easy like connect to Wi-Fi activate your device sign in with your Apple ID like everything else you're you're on your own cuz otherwise they could that's not you're on your own everything else is contextually set up in line and that is smart so you go to use iCloud for the first time, then you set up your iCloud. You go to use whatever for but, the first time. But they, they used to do things like, um, well, I guess they still do Apple Pay. Uh, but like you, they could do something like, do you want to enable Night Shift? Yes, no. And you would choose so, during setup, you do Sunrise to Sunset, and then you wouldn't have to worry about like it's buried six menus deep because it asked you in the onboarding, but those yeah. things aren't there now because people don't want to answer a hundred questions in onboarding. They want to go from open box to use device in as few steps as possible. 
you don't you don't even understand how bad that's called Ubi. It's the out of box experience. You don't even understand how bad Ubi is across the board. Nobody wants to do it. Everybody wants to have their stuff in it. Like every single one of those features you just mentioned is owned by a team. Of and course. That team wants their stuff in Ubi. Would you like to sign up for Apple Music? Would you Ubi. like to set your home address? Sports Would you like to set up your health stuff? Would you like to pair an Apple Watch? Which and and I, I feel like it everybody thinks their shit's the most important thing. And and on the on the consumer end, people are like, Why do I have to answer a thousand questions? Like, I will deal with this when and if I want it. Yeah. So their new move, the way that they now have Ubi in 11, is good. It is good. Get your essential things hooked up. The rest you do in context. Well, the other thing that, that does kind of help is if you don't delete the Tips app as soon as you update your phone or get a new phone, <laughs> um, it it does a pretty good job of prompting you to do things and walking you through the steps of doing the things. Yeah. So, you, like... You've never, I don't know, you've never downloaded an app, let's say. You get a new phone, you're, you're my grandma, and you've never downloaded an app. You may get a notification that says, you know, um, download the best new apps or whatever in the app store and a little button. And you t- it, tap it and it takes you to a page in the app store that like, kind of you know, walks you through it in that, that context. Or, you know, set a recurring alarm here's how yeah that, that sounds really well intended it's really hard to implement correctly it's a, there are people who really like it though for sure that is a definitely a useful thing to build those types of walkthroughs and like guided learning experiences are good. they're just again it's not a catch-all it's just a segment oh man it's so worked up about consumer software <laughs> yeah, because people are dumb and they're busy. And I continually like impress myself by not being able to do stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I say people are dumb, not as like oh, people are so stupid. We're so much better than there. I mean, like people are dumb uh, in that they don't really know. Like that 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 computers are confusing and people don't necessarily have the mental effort to, to put it together and figure out how it all fits. To Ian's point, like a lot of it is like we in like Ian's point earlier and just the greater sphere of like knowledge, right? We don't know what we don't know. And it's really hard to teach people like, guess what? There's more options behind this thing, right? Now you have to figure out a way to communicate it and educate them that there's a way to communicate it, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's what we do, right? And I think it's different. So I just got, we finished the user research for this big project. And it was great because it's this purpose-built tool for a very narrow selection of users. And so what works for one will probably work for many. And any change we make that benefits like one segment, even if it's not something that everyone will use, will probably improve for everybody. But that's because it's just a, ter- a tiny group of people using it. With an iPhone or an Android device, it's totally different because you have to satisfy everybody. Chase, your microphone is now sounding like ants are crawling out of it. Better? Yeah, yes. what was that? I tell my secrets. <laughs> USB. It was a USB it like issue. Three degrees. Oh, no, it's, it's the 8th it's the <laughs> inch jack. It is. 
That's why it's jacked. You can find uh, show notes, which is probably just going to be screenshots of all the things in the iPhone that Chase hates um, at interface.fm slash 61. It's fine. I'll uh, I'll write up a, a how to turn on night shift and how to turn off night shift and how Wi-Fi works. And uh, I'll include links for those <laughs> along with Gruber's a ter- uh, terrific... Uh, I don't know what the right word is. Vent. Garbage human. About uh, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. Interface.fm slash 6-1. And we might be back eventually someday. Like Frosty. I mean, I'll be back. <laughs> hey, we already said that. Oh, shit. <laughs> You want a cookie? A cookie? A cookie? <laughs> <gasps> Millie! <gasps> you ready for a walk, puppy? Are you ready for your walk? Nobody ever asked me if I want to go for a walk or a cookie. Sounds like you didn't know her.